Hello and welcome to another edition of O Wounded Head Now Sacred. That's kind of a play on words because I'm Herb Wounded Head. I'm pastor here at Colton Lutheran Parish. And one of your former pastors said that there was this thing uh, back when uh, I got where I was ready to be ordained into the ELCA. And he said, well, now we can change the hymn of O Sacred Head Now Wounded and switch a couple words around and your O Wounded Head Now Sacred. So it's an old joke that goes back a long way. But that's where the name of the podcast comes from. And that's what we're uh, uh, not really spending any time on today. But we will be talking about the Holy Trinity. It is upcoming is Holy Trinity Sunday. And it's the only day or Sunday of the church year where we focus our time on a doctrine of the church. Now, there's more to it than that. I mean, we the doctrine of the Trinity says that we believe in the triune God, the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. But our text, gospel text for this upcoming Sunday is from John 16, verses 12 through 15, which is Jesus telling that the Spirit will guide you into the truth. And we've been spending a lot of time talking about the Spirit in the Gospel of John. It's how uh, the God will send the Advocate. We talked about that a couple of weeks ago and even last week. And the Advocate, or Paraclete, as it is called in the Greek, is uh, the one who will give us the, uh, the truth about God and who Jesus is and will sustain us and be there with us in so many different ways. But it's important for us to think about who God is as Father, Son, and Holy Spirit, where as Christians we confess to believe in this triune God. And it's been explained in a number of different ways throughout history. The one that kind of sticks out in my mind is with St. Patrick describing the Holy Spirit as, or the Trinity as being the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit, like a three-leafed clover as you have all these three parts and it's still one, which, you know, it's a decent explanation, but really how can we explain something that is unexplainable, really? I mean, we don't want to spend too much time on that because there's limitations to how God interacts with all three things, right? I mean, it's there's three different pieces, parts, and how do those come together and how do those interrelate? And, and that's kind of what we want to talk about is how Father, Son, and Holy Spirit interrelate to one another as creator, redeemer, sanctifier. It's all these three things that act in the world. And um, how do we wrap our heads around that, right? How do we make sense of something that is kind of unexplainable. So as we get caught in that sort of mix, uh, I get to spend time trying to explain it, I guess, and still have a sermon coming up this Sunday. So how does that give us good news for the day? And how does that help us in our day-to-day -day lives to understand these things? So some of the things that I've been thinking about is um, there's an old definition of the Holy Trinity that goes back to the early church fathers, um, first attributed to Gregory of Nazianzus in 389-90 AD. 
And uh, there's this word or verb uh, derived from the Greek called perichoresis, which peri is a, a Greek um, base word for around, you know, perimeter, uh, things like that. And choreo, which means to, to go or to come or... So it's a compound word that kind of means to go around. And one of the ways that that was defined was that it's it's kind of a dance, right? And I think that's I think that was John of Damascus who said that. I'm not really quite sure who had said that, but the, but the way that the Trinity interacts with within itself is as this dance, as this sort of relational thing. And Anna Madsen, who was a pastor here in uh, South Dakota, she's now a theologian, resides near Duluth. You can find her uh, stuff on, uh, on Facebook and on the OMG Center. I think she still does that. But one of the ways she talks about God in the Trinity was saying that God acts in history and therefore is relational. And so that's kind of what I'm trying to get to is this perichoresis or this uh, dance, so to speak, as being relational. Now that I can get behind as I think about that. Um, in Lakota spirituality, it's said that all things are related, right? I mean, the short version of that is, or Lakota word is mitakuye, which means it, it's, I've shortened that up. It's mitakuye oyashin, which means we are all related, or you are all my relatives. And it's, it's more than just people, and human beings, this mitakuye understanding is an understanding of God and the creation and the creatures and all living things as being uh, related in a way, that we're interconnected. And I like that understanding of how the Trinity works, how it's interrelated. It's relational to itself, to God's self, and also to us and we need to understand that we're interrelated with one another and with creation and God and what God has made. We participate in that creation, but we also are interconnected within it. One thing that it made me think about as this interconnectedness is how we need to be so moved in the world and in God's creation so that we I want to say make it for the better, so to speak. I mean, that's not really quite how I want to say it, but in, in biological terms, there's this feeling of, well, the biological term is homeostasis, and homeostasis is uh, meant to be stable, right? It's, it's meant to make things balance and how things interrelate, that there's this wonderful interrelationship in ecological systems that uh, helps everything to exist and to have life and to have it abundantly. And as soon as we throw something into the mix or remove something from the mix that is, is toxic, that is um, whatever it might be, uh, things go haywire. Things tend to be out of that homeostasis or out of balance. There's an old ecological study from the 1930s, I believe, that I learned about in biology where 
they had removed through hunting pressures and things like that in, I think it was Arizona, in the Grand Canyon, they removed all of the mountain lions or cougars down there. They got rid of coyotes and the gray wolves of the region. So they had removed those from the mix and through hunting and things like that. And the deer population just went crazy. It exploded because it didn't have any natural predators around there. And so they, as a result, it overpopulated, as you might expect. And it ate up all of the uh, pasture and all of the available food stuff for it around. And then deer started to starve and they started to get sick and things really went out of balance. And when scientists went back in and looked at this, they were like, oh, it doesn't have any way to sort of monitor or control the population of the deer. And if the deer become overpopulated, then things go haywire. So if we remove something from the mix, we throw something off in that relationship, then we get out of balance. And when I think about how our lives are impacted from one another, we become out of balance when we start to disregard one another's humanity and one another's createdness and one another's being. We need to make sure that we all are looking out for one another so that we have life and that we have it abundantly. That's one of the ways that God works within the world, not only relating to God's self in the Holy Trinity, but also relating to us. And so that's some of the thoughts that I have as intermixed as they might be for this upcoming Sunday. Hopefully I can make it all make sense as we come to Sunday and uh, things that are coming up. So a little overview of what's coming up. It's Holy Trinity Sunday. And we'll be talking about the interrelationship of God as Father, Son, and Holy Spirit, and also our interrelationship with the Holy Trinity and then our relationships with one another. Focusing on the fact that we need to have balance in our relationships, but probably also within our lives. How balanced do you feel right now as Summer starts uh, to begin here in our region. How do you maintain this work-life balance? Do you doing the simple things like drinking enough water? Are you getting enough movement in your life? Are you spending time in prayer or meditation or just being able to stop in the midst of all the busyness and breathe? It's an important part of who we are as God's people is to make sure that we are mindful of who we are as God's creatures and to be able to lift up one another in prayer. And so I hope that as you spend time throughout the day and this weekend that you are reminded of God's relationship with you, that God has chosen you in this world and that God will continue to be with you 
to keep things in balance. So hope you have a good weekend. Everybody be well and take care of one another. All right, have a good day.